All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Can you see it? The puck comes right to Pedersen, who tries a bank pass for Besser. In with a shot, he scores! Moments notice. Adam's You're listening to Canucks Conversation. Quinn Hughes, beat reporter here. Like, I don't, I don't cover the Canucks. Yeah. I cover Quinn Hughes and what he's doing to the Canucks. A member of the Nation Network Podcast and delivered by DoorDash. Just wave the guy and get Demko involved. I wanted them in and down. Wow. We should do a radio show together. <laughs> right on. I want to fist bump you right now. What a Steals, cutting in, shoots, scores! Don't waste all the good stuff on the off-air, let's go. Hello Canucks fans and welcome back to another episode of the Canucks Conversation brought to you by the great folks at Zephyr Epic. You can use promo code Hockey Season, capital H, capital S, all one word, Hockey Season, and that will get you $5 off your order. 
any order over $50, they ship free anywhere in Canada. That is our friends at Zephyr Epic from... From one of our top cities for listens, Surrey, all the way to Sudbury. Surrey to Sudbury, Zephyr Epic ships free on any How's order. That? How was that little good one there, right? That was a good one. Sound very similar. Surrey, Sudbury? Yeah. I like that one. You did great. Any order over $50, go check out Zephyr Epic for all your trading card needs, whether that be Magic the Gathering, Pokemon, hockey, hockey cards, basketball cards, football cards. They got it all. And Zephyr Epic is in Surrey. Didn't even Ooh. think about that. There you go. They do have a retail location. You go into Surrey. You tell them Canucks Convo sent you, and you're using promo code Hockey Season. You don't have to say the capital H, capital S part. You know where it is, the Zephyr Epic, right by where you get your license. Everyone get their license done in Surrey. They know where it is. It's in that little uh, industrial kind of area there. Just epic. so you know, that is Epic from Zephyr Epic. And if you're ever going to get a new license. People get yourself an appointment. You should the lineups they got in that place to get into that one in the Surrey there. I feel bad because I get appointments for for when I had to get a new license. Skip the line. I see the lineup going around the building. I feel bad for and I feel bad because I'm skipping the whole line going right in there, waiting five minutes. Who knows how long these people have been in line getting their license? So yeah, book an appointment if you got to go do your license. People go book an PSA. appointment. Yeah, go book an appointment so you have more time to go to Zephyr Epic. Z e p h y r Epic on all platforms. Go check them out. Facebook, Twitter, Twitch. Instagram, all that good stuff. Go sauce them a follow. We would really appreciate it. We are also delivered to you by the great folks at DoorDash. Use promo code CONVODD, capital C, capital Ds, all one word, and that will get you 25% off and free delivery with your first order with the DoorDash app. Does not get much better than that, folks. My name is David Quadrelli. I am joined, as always, by the man who built the place, Chris Faber. We did a stand-up today, Chris. It's going to be posted on Canucks Army, hopefully by the time people are listening to this. We did a stand-up at Rogers Arena today. We had some fun with it. Yeah, a stand-up with a step-up for you. That was, uh, it was, it was good. Also, I need to stress, I really didn't want to do that. <laughs> like, it wasn't because I was like, we, the reason that we did it wasn't because I was like, I need to be as tall as you or taller. Yeah, it was my idea because I think it's funny. <laughs> it's funny, but I, I just need to stress that it wasn't me that was like, this needs to be how it is. Yeah, I, whenever, I to do our nim- whenever our that's posted, stuff. people are going to see it. Then Woodley's got the behind the scenes. Because like maybe some people don't know. They'll see the video and they'll be like, oh, you know, two guys look pretty similar height. You know, you look a little skinnier, I guess, than I do. But maybe some people be like, oh, I didn't know that Favor and Quads are the exact same height. Because we look the exact same height in the video. I look taller than you. Yeah, in the that's video. true. We also just got sent it, so we'll be posting it very shortly. Excellent. But Once we you should explain the episode. Yeah, we're going to explain the episode a little bit. So we both got here. You know, we had done our morning skate. We were ready to go. We get here. It's Friday, twelve thirty, right now as I speak, and we kind of looked at each other. We were like, "What are we going to talk about? Like the game tonight is is going to be the story." And usually we record Friday, put it out Saturday morning, but. We don't know what's going to happen tonight. We don't know if Spencer Martin's going to get lit up. We don't know if it's going to be an Andrew Hammond type story where he comes in and steals the show and all of a sudden Dadger Demko's expendable. I'm joking. But we don't know what's going to happen tonight. We have a good idea. We have some guesses. But no one wants to listen to us guess what's going to happen for a game that's already happened. So we decided we're going to put this episode out on Friday afternoon, get you set for the game, uh, and then we're going to put out an episode for Saturday as well. So we'll be in tomorrow morning, Saturday morning, uh, to kind of recap the game, recap Spencer Martin. So it's going to be like we're splitting the episode in half, uh, but we're still going to have 
our regular commercial breaks and all that sort of stuff. And it'll just be probably like two half hour, 45 minute episodes. Yeah. We'll see what, uh, what comes of it anyway. Cause and there's I, still stuff to post. Like I we do have stuff. There are certain things that we want to talk about that have happened over the past couple of days, but we're probably going to avoid. Well, I mean, we'll touch on it a little bit cause maybe people will be able to listen to this podcast before the game tonight, but tomorrow's episode will be part two of whatever this is. Two thirty two. So there'll be part two and we'll chat a lot about the game at that point, but we still have some things to talk about. Like, I got something to talk about. Speaking of DoorDash, this is why I should be using DoorDash. So I go, I told you this. I wasn't going to, I didn't tell you the story yet, but I told you I have a drive through story. So I was listening to uh, a podcast. I think I was listening to Halford and Bruff because normally I listen later in the day to Halford and Bruff because I don't, uh, I'm not waking up early to get the live action stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm going through the drive through and the Taco Bell that I grew up with in Nanaimo, they have like a menu, like a big menu wall before you get to the place where you actually order, right? So it's like you can get yourself all set, then you drive around a little bit more of the drive-thru, and that's where you order. There's like another menu, another spot where you speak into. So I'm looking at this one, at the the Taco Bell that I go to in Cloverdale, because I'm feeling like a little Taco Bell mixed up a little bit, get myself a little uh, Doritos uh, Gordito Crunch or something like that. Yeah. So I'm getting that. I look at the wall, and then I drive up to them. I was like, oh, then I'll, I'll go order at the next little window thing there. There's no next little window thing. So I just didn't order. I just was like driving through the drive through. And then I, I got pretty, I like passed the thing where you're supposed to order. And I get to this spot. I'm like, Oh God, I can't like back up. Cause there's a car behind me, like actually putting in their order. And then like, so now I'm just stuck in this drive through where like, I haven't ordered any food. I'm just like in, in this, like the worst awkward position. I kind of zoned out cause I was getting into the podcast pretty hard, which probably isn't good. I should, you know, I shouldn't be zoning out while I'm driving, but I was in a drive through. So it was a little bit safer, I guess. And then anyway, so I like pull up and then I'm stuck at this point. I have no order in through Taco Bell. I'm stuck between like the car that's at the window, a car behind that, then me, then the car behind me is placing their order. And then in like for a split second, I was like, should I just like take what the person behind me ordered and like, like just pay for it and like (laughs) take it and go. But then I was like, no, I can't do that. And then so I drive up and then just like. The car, the car in front of me gets their stuff from the drive through drives away, and I just like drive, and I just like awkwardly look over at the per- like lady at the window, and I just keep driving, and then I just like go park and and walk into the Taco Bell, and I felt <laughs> so stupid because I like I just drove, cause, but because I, I grew up, my Taco Bell they had a, a pre pre menu wall, it got you all set to know what you're gonna order when you get up to your damn thing, and this one I just yeah I just goofed super hard on this, and I was stuck in the drive through doing nothing. That's very funny. It kind of answers the question that Halford and Bruff were asking today. Oh, gosh. And they were trying to figure out who the smarter one was. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just joking. I, I even replied to a tweet because someone said, uh, someone was asking, and I was like, the answer is actually neither of us. Yeah, I can't do, true. like, addition past 10. You uh, you uh, you can't well, figure even, out how to drive through Even under works. 10. <laughs> You're freaking asking your ser- or doing using a calculator to put in your golf score. Yeah, because that number gets over 10 in a hurry. All right. Yeah, for you it does. A couple holes. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. We've got some Canucks talk to get to. I guess the, the big one, obviously, Spencer Martin starting in net for the Vancouver Canucks against the Florida Panthers in their first home game since the 14th. I can confirm this is a Canucks Army exclusive. Nearly Neil is making his return tonight. Really? I don't know if I'm allowed to report this, but I think I'm just going to. I think I'm going to tweet this like right now as we, as we speak. Okay. Because nearly Neil is making his return tonight, and that's big news. Yeah, you're excited about this. I'm so, I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm so excited. Well, that's good to hear. Uh, it's gonna be, man. I tell you, Spencer Martin. Like, listen, he's. Ugh, it could be a really 
bad night for the Canucks, but it might be a night where Spencer Martin plays like really well because he's had these nights out in Abbotsford where I talk about this four game stretch that he had out in Abbotsford where he was just excellent. Like he was dynamite uh, at the start of December. And this is this four game stretch kind of put him into the spot where he was going to be getting a lot of the starts. Obviously, COVID really shook things up. Uh, out there in Abbotsford and had to postpone some games and then some postponements up in Vancouver brought him onto the taxi squad whole bunch of things happened but the, like the last five games pretty much that we've seen of Spencer Martin have been really good his final game in Abbotsford wasn't great but that four game stretch before that the guy was playing really good hockey doesn't have a regulation loss this year he's 5-0-2 out in Abbotsford so he might not be the worst option he's a guy who's been around and I know Woodley's gone off about how <laughs> these certain things that Spencer Martin never really even learned from his goaltending coach in the past are things that he's learning now with Ian Clark and all this mumbo jumbo goalie whatever talk I don't know what Woodley's saying half the time it sounds like Woodley's speaking another language he did an hour on Sportsnet 650 the other day <laughs> How many people listen to that? Maybe six. Six people probably tuned into that. No one wants to listen to that for an hour of Woodley. But anyways, he's saying that, that Spencer Martin is probably better than than people think. And he's, you know, we're we've always we've been kind of worried about Spencer Martin because he's taken away a lot of starts from your son, uh, Archer Silovs, and Mikey DiPietro down there. But this this is the opportunity where having Spencer Martin, I, I think, actually really helps the organization. It's something that they missed last yeah. year having a taxi squad goaltender like. For this situation that's happened to the Vancouver Canucks, where they're going to have to play the third string guy, having Spencer Martin here actually does help them, and I do think he's the right decision to go in tonight and hope for the best. Man, that Florida team's really good, but they're going to start their backup as well, who's a lot struggling. younger and struggling as well. So at least it's a backup versus a third string instead of you know Bobrovsky, who's been great this year. But that Florida team, man, this is. Uh, this is no joke what they're going to bring. That Florida team was very good against the Vancouver Canucks and saw them put up six against the Edmonton Oilers. I don't know. <laughs> this is going to be a tough match for Spencer Martin, man. This is going to be probably the hardest task of goaltending he's ever had in front of them. I bet tonight's the night. I don't think he's ever had a night harder than he's going to face tonight against the Panthers. I think you're right. And the thing about Spencer Martin, since we had that discussion of always taking starts away, like they played Di Pietro and Silovs quite a bit, and Di Pietro has been playing better recently. Like he's he's starting he to turn game. it around. No, he's starting to turn it around, and he's looking good. When he was on the ice with Ian Clark, he always was though. That's the only thing. So I don't want to put too much weight into that because obviously the results are what matters in this business. So I like the decision to start Martin. I really do. Uh, the one thing that I want to mention is just that yeah, like Di Pietro's up to thirteen starts. Seelovs has nine and Martin has seven. So it's it's no longer a discussion of, oh, he's stealing starts win. And yeah, I, I get it. Like he was earlier, and that's why we were kind of talking about well, it. was about the start it. of December. He got that big run at the yeah, start. Yeah, I got of the December. huge run, and it was like, okay, what are we doing here, guys? Like, let's not forget the two early 20s goaltenders that we have that we're trying to develop here. Like, let's not forget about that. But I like the decision to start Spencer Martin. I think this is a kind of an opportunity for him to step in because, look, the Canucks once had to throw Mikey DiPietro to the Sharks before, right? Now they're going to have to throw him to the Panthers, if you will. And they don't have to do that now because of having Spencer Martin uh, on the squad. I'm curious if Spencer Martin starts to, you know, if this game turns into a blowout, you throw Mike in, just see what you have in him. Similar Oof. to what the Canucks did when they had Markstrom against Vegas. Do you remember that game when Mike got to play eight minutes against Vegas and he was fantastic? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be curious because... That's what I'm doing. You if, probably if, I'm if, the he, if he gets lit up 
And you probably want to just try Mikey for the next game. So I wonder if you want to throw him in, you know, or if you really give, because it's going to be a while until we see uh, at least five days, right? We're going to see Demko not till what, Tuesday now at least? Because I yeah, guess Thursday would have been Tuesday. the first day. I don't even know if you want to play him on right. Tuesday because, you know, you want five days off. And then it's no like joke. these these guys in the States that test positive. Who knows what days these guys are going to come back, sure. right? I mean, it's it's a mess with the border. It making it really tough. And, you know, Boudreaux was pretty frustrated the other day when you heard him talking about it. And he was saying, like, COVID seems like it's the same. It's the same virus in Canada and the United States. Yeah. Why is there all these different days making it up to two weeks? We have to wait to see exactly one of these players. It's it's brutal, the situation yeah, that's going on, man. It's frustrating them. and unfair is what Boudreaux said. And it is very hard to disagree with him. Yep. No, absolutely. And it sounded like Boudreaux leaned on Ian Clark quite a bit for this decision. You could see it at the end of practice today. Mm-hmm. Boudreaux, who I don't even think took the ice today. No, he uh, was just practice. standing there in a hoodie. Yeah, he was there in a hoodie and sweatpants. But he did spend a lot of time talking to Ian Clark at the end. And um, it looked like Ian Clark was on the ice kind of making that decision for him almost as he took Spencer Martin off pretty early. Mikey stayed around. And, and <laughs> what a bad spot for Mikey DiPietro at morning skate today. It's like, hey, uh, after practice is over, Mikey, we're going to put you in net and we're going to put Quinn Hughes at the top. We're going to put Brock Besser on the left and Pedersen on the right. They're going to wire one timers at you for about 20 minutes. Like what a bad spot to be for a goalie. <laughs> they end up. So they end up hitting Mikey in the face at one point. Besser hits him in the face. And then right after that, one of them breaks the glass yeah. behind Mikey DiPietro on an absolute cannon of a shot. Like what a, <laughs> what a crappy spot to be for a goaltender for poor Mikey there. It's like the kid who gets called up and this is a little Literally, opportunity. He had to get called up yesterday morning. Like he he had to drive in from yeah, they delayed so practice. They yeah. Pra- yeah, so they had two goaltenders. It was hilarious. Now we're gonna see with Ab- like if this affects Abbotsford too, because Abbotsford's going Saturday, Sunday. Very likely you could see Arthur Seelaws get a back to back chance for him. Like what oh, a yeah. test for the twenty year old in the AHL. Like you know, kind of cool situation there because i think it's, it's the ahl doesn't matter as much and, and artist seals already proved that you can play at the ahl level so like a couple back-to-backs i, I like that for seals like seals once told canucks army and told you specifically yeah like we're going to save the franchise yeah seals did tell us he's gonna save the franchise <laughs> now that i think about it him and mikey oh man so what a great quote again for those that are new to the show we, we did have some new listeners after the chris gear episode so we appreciate that but for those that are new to the show old bit of a running joke when training camp had just finished and uh chris was asking archer Silovs about him and mikey dipietro's tandem together in abbotsford uh out of context Silov said the words yeah like we're going to save the franchise <laughs> But that's not what he meant to say. He, well, you know, Ar- Artie might be saving uh, be saving the Abbotsford franchise <laughs> this weekend. Literally, because he, he, the goalie that they used um, in in San Diego, you went and you could look at his... I, I looked him up on Instagram to see what he was all about because his Elite Prospects page said that he was retired. So I go, I'm like, oh, I'll see what his Instagram account says. And the, the, the bio of the backup goaltender for Arthur Seelovs the other day for the Abbotsford Canucks... His bio literally says, former professional goaltender, retired living life with my family. (laughs) And he was the guy backing up Abbotsford the other day. So I don't know who they're pulling out of, you know, wherever. If they're pulling a guy out of freaking Trinity Western to come back up for Abbotsford. But they're going to be finding somebody to, to just come in here and play backup for the weekend for the Abbotsford Canucks here. I'll have to uh, I'll have to text Mike McKenna, see if he wants to step in. Yeah. Yeah, they were talking about that the other day on 650 when I was working. Who yeah. should be the goalie that comes in? 
My vote's McKenna or Woodley. They're saying, would it, who would be the best goaltender to back up for the Vancouver Canucks? I'll give you three options here. Okay. Kirk McLean, who's in great shape. Yep. And also in every girl or guy's Tinder profile picture. Corey Hirsch. Yep. Who I hear is more of a, doesn't play goaltender anymore in no. these things. Cheech. <laughs> or Kevin Woodley. Those are your four options. McLean, who are you putting in there? By far. McLean. He's the, in the best shape so? of all those guys. Yeah, and I say that not as a slight against any of them, but Woodley still plays goalie though. Yeah, but McLean could dust it off and play better than Woodley. You think and that's so? No disrespect to Woodley, but yeah, mm. Dude, Woodley Woodley's like it's not even close. Woodley's never played pro in his life. Okay, but I mean Woodley's younger though, right? Woodley's got quite a bit younger than McLean. How old's Kirk McLean? Oh geez, I don't know. Because I don't. I know Woodley's yeah, I guess younger. He can't be if Woodley, that much if Woodley, Woodley hears has this, to be he's younger. Hate though. us even more. Yeah, we're spending too much time on this damn episode talking about freaking Kevin Woodley. Woodley's got a problem. very funny video of, of us standing on the steps, but yeah. I don't think Kirk McLean's that. All right, Kirk McLean's fifty five. So yes, Woodley is younger. Okay, but yeah, yeah, McLean would be better goalie then. Yeah, and I just don't think Hershey plays anymore, so no. I don't think he'd want to. No, he's not a goalie. Anymore, from what I hear, Once I remember a goalie, always a goalie. Because yeah. I saw, I went out to, I remember seeing at the Connect Autism Networks game out at UBC. I saw Hershey try the the Forsberg on Woodley, I believe it. Was, I think it was Woodley playing goalie. Now I think about, it. and he yeah he tried the Forsberg because Corey Hirsch was the goaltender that Forsberg did that to. Yes. when it was Sweden versus Canada, he tried that on on uh, Woodley, but Woodley shut made the, the door. safe, shut the wow. door on him there. All right, we'll cut to break. On the other side, we'll talk a little bit more. There, there was a big hire in the analytics department that we're going to talk about. Also, the bumper position on PP2, baby. Yeah. We're getting into it. We've got some good stuff to talk about, so we'll catch you guys on the other side. And before we go any further into the episode, want to give a shout-out to Parallel 49 Brewing. You guys can find Parallel 49 Beer all across BC and Alberta. And right now, we want to give a quick shout-out to the Unparalleled Pack, featuring four of the P49 favorites, the Trash Panda, the Filthy Dirty, the Jerkface 9000, and the Hillbilly Ninja. My favorite of the four there, the Jerkface 9000, the Pink Can. Something good about those cans there, Parallel 49. So go out and try them. You can find them in most liquor stores across BC and Alberta. And a massive thank you to all of our sponsors here at the Canucks Conversation. Chris, we want to talk about Rachel Dory, the Rachel Dory hiring. Uh, it's a good hiring by the organization into the analytics department. Rachel once joined our very podcast and gave us some... Uh, Gave us some really good stuff about how an NHL organization works, how a scouting department works. Again, she provided a lot of insight on this podcast uh, when Judd Brackett was let go. Yeah. Her and Cam Robinson joined us. That was a really fun episode. Uh, All the best to Rachel as she joins the Vancouver Canucks in the analytics department. Um, Really great to see. Really great to see them making a forward, um, forward thinking hiring. And again, like, this is the thing. Like, I saw some fans were upset because, you know, she said, quote unquote, mean things about the Canucks. Um, But there was one quote in particular that I wanted to point out that I just absolutely loved because it's showing that the organization has not only taken such massive steps in the right direction, which we don't even need to, you know, not to beat a dead horse, but they have turned things around with this organization. And Jim Rutherford is a very different, um, very different voice than the ones that have been in this organization can I, recently. Can I correct you instead of voice? A very different manager would be the right word yes. you'd want to say. Just yep. the way that he's going to manage this operation. And as, speak in as public. As a guy who's 
a president. I know that manager's not in his name, but yep. major role of a president is managing down. Well, interim GM right now, right? Yep, so for sure. Yeah. Sorry, um, keep going. Your well, quote. yeah. The quote from Rachel is she was talking about uh, Steve Eiserman and Joe Sackick and was saying these GMs are playing 5D chess. And then you have Jim Benning gluing macaroni to cardboard. And I just thought that was such a great quote at the time it came out because it, it really did describe what Jim Benning was doing uh, as Canucks general manager quite well. And like people having a problem with that is very funny because quite clearly Jim Rutherford thought the exact same thing. Right. Right. Like quite clearly he shares that opinion. And I, I don't know. I, I just thought that a, quote was so funny. I have funny. to give a shout out because that quote was going around Canucks Reddit. And all the comments were like, oh, man, I got to throw out all my macaroni and macaroni art now off the fridge, which, yeah, unfortunately, I might have to. But, yeah, what a, <laughs> what a quote. Uh, I just it's great to have like a forward thinking, smart analytics mind from a young person, right? Like Rachel's 25 years old. Mm-hmm. She's already had this experience with the Devils, worked at, I think, York University as well uh, and some OHL work before that as well. So like a different type of voice than we've seen in the past with the Vancouver Canucks, but a smart mind and a new new age hockey mind in Rachel Dory. I think it's a great addition. Obviously, friend of the show. Uh, you know, excited for her to get this opportunity with the Vancouver Canucks. And uh, it is, it's just a different voice that I think is, is going to be the thing that we're going to see from Jim Rutherford that's so different from Jim Benning and his management group is these different voices that we're going to hear and be hopefully making arguments and and coming together to make decisions off of those arguments. That's the interesting thing that I find. I think Rachel's going to bring another, a good voice for that. And her background in analytics is great. I'm excited to see what she can do with this organization. All the best. Couple things. Got to say, I'm sad to see her leave. Uh, She was with nation network uh, with daily face off. So sad to see her go from that role, but obviously very happy for her. We gained Chris gear. We gained Chris gear. Yeah. We traded Chris gear. Uh, Chris Gear for Rachel Dory. That was the trade with the Vancouver Canucks organization. Um, the one thing I did want to mention as well, uh, obviously all the best to Rachel. Um, Jennifer Botterill, that coming out. Oh, sorry. Before I get to that, Rachel had multiple offers from NHL teams. I yeah. believe Drance was the one that reported that. Uh, she chose Vancouver. She really wanted to come here. Um, you know, She did say on her podcast, her farewell podcast with the Staff and Graph podcast, that... Uh, She's always wanted to always wanted to work in Vancouver, and she really does believe in in what uh, the the pieces they have in place and the the new um, vision for the organization from the Good. top. Uh, like many fans, she believes in it now. I think so. I think a lot of that's Jim Rutherford and just his. Yeah, I guess I don't even know the right word. I guess like his is vibe around like the hockey world. That's not the right word. What kind of word am I looking for here? Reputation. Just, yeah. Reputation is a better word for it. his reputation around the NHL world is, you know, around the hockey world is just he's Jim Rutherford. Everybody knows and, Jim Rutherford. And I think if, if he wants you to come work for you, for them, for the Canucks now, I think a lot of people are probably like Rachel who had multiple offers, as you said, probably wants to come work for Jim Rutherford. It's, it's a guy with all, a good rep. And this isn't me ragging on Jim Benning. This isn't me ragging on the past management team. This is me speaking from what I've heard from ownership, like speak specifically, like Francesco Aglini talked about, you know, the need for them to turn it around and not just the on ice product, the organization as a whole. He talked about how communication was an issue with the last management regime, talked about a lot of different issues, but this is all about making the Canucks a respected franchise again. Like we, we saw the reports and fans can say whatever they want, but the report saying that the Canucks were the laughing stock of the league and like among other GM circles, they were like, this is a joke. 
that doesn't just that's not just made up. That's not the evil Vancouver media talking. That's fact. Like they were not a well-respected organization for a lot of years recently, and Jim Rutherford's a good guy to bring they, them back to that. They glory. just hired Rachel, who the quote that you spoke on the other day was like, "This is someone who's connected in NHL circles." And Rachel Dory, who now is working for the Canucks, quote that you talked about the other day was not just her saying that. We've heard similar quotes, maybe not as like as funny and as good as what Rachel <laughs> said, but a lot of similar things going around. I mean, heck, you had was it Uncle Elite calling into the Edmonton like uh, radio Edmonton TSN post game show the other day as like a joke to say that they should hire Jim You're Benning so as serious. the closer. He's like he's like Jim Benning finishes rosters. He brought in Oliver Ekman Larson. He brought in JT Miller. He brought in Tyler Myers. The Oilers need Jim Benning. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. I well, really that's, and that's that. the thing about Vancouver. It's really changed. And I think we're very close to getting that general manager. I, you know, what's going to be interesting is the reports that we're going to see from Elliot Freeman on Saturday night on hockey night in Canada here, or if mm. something comes out of here from one of the insiders in the next 24 hours, because I think I saw that it was reporting. Uh, I think PJ had this, that uh, Alvin's interview was today. Yes. Burke's interview was yesterday. Was Melon B's interview yesterday as was well? Burke's I think? Yesterday. I didn't know if Burke had gotten his interview. I think PJ had that. So interviews are happening. Like in-person mm. interviews are happening. Yep. Over the past couple of days, it still feels like Alvin has been the name since the start. And I heard Friedman mention this the other day on uh, the Merrick show was like a lot of the time, the guy who is mentioned off the top tends to be the guy at the end that they are selected. Yeah. If there's one guy and does that worry you at all about bringing in so many guys from Pittsburgh, like bringing in multiple guys from the Pittsburgh organization? I mean, that was an organization that won. I think that's the, the good part about it. But is it just feel like rather because i i've seen some people worry a little bit about this i don't get that feeling because i see different hires and i see the ones that they're keeping uh in the organization and i i think that it's i wouldn't worry about it too much because i've seen people in the 650 text line i've been working a lot <laughs> producing a lot of shows <laughs> so i've been like in the, the 650 inbox and that's the thing people are like where is this trade Pedersen thing coming from you should see how many people like call in and text in uh that's want to trade Pedersen. we're, we're not going to get into that because that's ridiculous but I had to go. Sorry. I got to just say this guy who called in the other day, this guy calls in the other day. He's like, you know what they should do? They should trade Brock Besser and Elias Pedersen to Dallas. And I was like, Oh yeah. Okay. So I'm, cause you have to like screen their calls before they get on air. Of course. And then he's like, here's what I'm thinking for a return. Jonathan Klingbarg and Rupe Heinz. And, and then like he's saying all the names wrong. And then he's like, and Joe Pavelski, they get those three. I guarantee they're getting into the playoffs this year. And I was like, huh? I was like, all right, he's like, he's like, I'll hop on with the guys if if you want. I was like, no, they're not actually taking calls right now. <laughs> I just, oh my I was like, dude, he's like, he wants to trade Besser and Pedersen for thirty seven year old Pavelski, Klingberg on an expiring deal, and Rupe hints. Oh so, my yeah. gosh! Like, there's people out there. That, <laughs> I couldn't believe this take. I couldn't believe. It. Yeah, doesn't even throw him your in. No, I was like Rupe hints. Yeah, well, that's like I don't even know how he said his name. I think he kept Nintendo saying, Power Magazine. I don't think, and he kept saying. I think he just kept calling him Klingbar. <laughs> I was like, it's Klingberg, but yeah, it wasn't wasn't right. the best deal. All right. The last thing I wanted to say before we kind of close out here, Sheldon Drys, baby, freaking power well, play. Too. Yeah, just before we close out the uh, GM talk. Uh, Jennifer Botterill apparently turned down the AGM job for personal reasons. I believe that came from uh, Donnie and Dolly's uh, Rick Dollywall. Mm. I believe he was the one that had that. So 
Dodge, yeah. freaking Dolly Wall with you and your. I text <laughs> Dolly Wall. I apologize. About you the other day, Squadrelli. <laughs> Squadrelli. I don't know how he gets my last name wrong. With the where does the S? I just I don't with the know. S. I don't know. I would love to see what he has in in his phone as my contact name. Yeah, like it does it have an S? Is that why? Well, we've talked about the Donny or the yeah. Dolly text in the past. One of our favorites. We, can we can we play the clip? I think that'd be really funny. We should play the clip of Donnie and Dolly talking about it. All right, today. we'll play. It real I think quick, that was right really here. funny. Wong, we don't have much time with you today. You've got a podcast <laughs> in about half an hour, don't you? You know what? You're the worst. Um, <laughs> this guy had a podcast to do yesterday. He bailed and, on and, it. And, I, and no, the guy's I, running no, the podcast. I, text me. I'm sleeping. Oh, can you come on? Donnie bailed. That's ridiculous. Okay, first of all, there was a, I had a good excuse. I don't have to get into that. Second of all, it all got done. It was Canucks conversation. Yeah, that's right. Right? With, Squadrelli uh, or whatever his name there. Squadrelli. Chris. <laughs> yeah, he tells me, he texts me and goes, oh, Donnie Bale, And it all got done. I, I was, uh, I, I got uh, involved in something yesterday. I forgot yeah. about it. It got done. They phoned you. Thank God they didn't have to use you. Yeah, exactly. The, the, what you charge for those and things. And uh, he woke me up. I have a cat nap every day. It's, uh, the, the Squadrelli there woke me up. That's uh, a tough yeah. scene, though. You're in the business. You know what it's like to tap dance. I'm supposed to introduce you first. Oh, well, I, right. I, I just think that's a really bad faux pas on your part. You oh, know yeah, how time. hard it is. You know you, yeah. you're all prepared, ready to go at a certain time. Then the interview subject no shows. You know how hard that is. I know. I felt bad. I did. You're right. And you big time them. Connects conversation. Right. Yeah. And then they try kids, and... uh, those guys. Good kids. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You can't get the names right, but yeah, good kids. And, uh, Faber. So you were napping yesterday. I thought you were talking to Jim Rutherford yesterday. <laughs> So that was our friends. We like to call them friends, even though Dollywell apparently doesn't know my name. Squadrelli. Uh, yeah, Squadrelli. Uh, Don Taylor, Rick Dollywell, friends of the show. Uh, it was very funny to hear them talk about us like that. Also, Halford and Bruff talked about us for a few minutes today, too. We're, we're doing a little media tour right now, it seems like. Everybody's talking about us. Yeah, look at us go. You got Chris Gear on the show, now everybody knows who we are. Yeah, again. once you get Chris Gear on, you've made it. All right, pa- Patriots fan Chris Gear. I found out yesterday too. Because oh, you know what, could have played for them if you wanted. Funny to. thing is, we have we had gear on. Uh, was it Wednesday? Wednesday. I go into six fifty yesterday, and who's our guest at five o'clock? Is Chris Gear? So huh. I call him up. I'm like, hey, Gear, it's uh, it's favor. He's like, geez, you're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But, yep, you know what? That's fantastic. All right, Sheldon Dries. We'll close out with that. Go ahead, Sheldon Dries, HL sniper, first hat trick in HL in uh, Abbotsford Canucks history. Gonna get an opportunity to play on the second power play in the bumper position. You know what? I like it. You get Pod Colson back in front of the net. I'm a little pissed off that Chase on's back on PP1 and everyone's like, well, you know, you gotta put him on there. This is blah blah blah. They got all these COVID cases. No, you don't. You don't have to put Chase on there when you have Vasily Pod Colson. He's on the second power play and he's gonna be the net front guy there. You got Brad Hunt back on the second power play unit. Sheldon Drives, what a what a jumble of players mixed into there on that PP2. I tell you what, that's going to be an interesting one to see if they get more than 15 seconds of ice time on a power play. We'll, we'll have to see, but I don't like Chase on going back to PP1 when you have Pod Colson. I still think that's a mistake. But Sheldon Dries, I mean, the guy puts the puck in the back of the net. Doesn't look great doing it, but <laughs> he gets the puck in the back of the net somehow, and, and I don't think he would have been the best option to come in and play, but uh, Boudreaux said it today when we asked about it. Uh, that was the guy that, whether it be Trent Cole or Ryan Johnson, that's who the, the AHL team said, that's your guy to go up and play. They have Justin Bailey on the ice. He was at practice today, but 
they either it was Boudreaux's decision, I guess, at a certain point. But he even said like he doesn't know much about drives at all. He just listened to what Cull and, and RJ had to say from Abbotsford, and their word was, I guess, to play him above Justin Bailey. Even so, interesting to see what happens with Bailey. Bailey might get sent back down for Saturday and Sunday's games in the AHL because that's kind of the part of the taxi squad that you can work well specifically with your AHL team now so close out in Abbotsford. So I like Dries is going to be, I think he's an all right player. He's a guy who got to play some games for the Colorado Avalanche last year. He's not a, a horrible, I mean a horrible NHL player. He could probably fit into some NHL lineups, just hasn't been able to crack it just yet, but he's been good down in the, uh, in the A as a finisher. He's not really a play creator. He's not really the typical center. He plays more like a winger as a guy who's more of a finisher, but I don't think he'll be that out of place uh, tonight. Smaller guy, but uh, we'll see what happens with Dries. I, I, I do think that uh, I don't think he'll be horrible like a lot of people sort of expect, and he'll get his chance on PP2. I think tonight, and I'm, I'm going to say this. We're going to close out. You guys can go listen to part two on Saturday after the game. I'm going to close out by saying I think tonight will highlight the need for Jack Rathbone to get called up. Brad Hunt's on power play too. I get Bruce Boudreaux likes Brad Hunt. I get he had him in Minnesota and in, yeah, in Minnesota he had him. And he had success in Vegas. I get that. But I think tonight highlights the need for Jack Rathbone. I'm going to go out and say that. Doesn't look like we'll see Kyle Burroughs either. I didn't see no. him on the ice today. Kyle Burroughs was on the ice, but he, he was, was one of the last to get off the ice, which okay. indicates that he's not going to play. So we'll see. Because right. I thought Kyle Burroughs was okay. I think, yeah, I think after this weekend... Like a back-to-back spot for Rathbone to get, because he was sort of just getting back into it last week. Like he he played, he didn't play a ton of minutes. Like he wasn't the number one guy. I think this weekend in Abbotsford, you're gonna see twenty, twenty-five. You're gonna see about twenty-five minutes on Saturday probably of Rathbone, and you'll probably see like twenty-two, twenty-three minutes of Rathbone on Sunday. So you're gonna get a big haul of Jack Rathbone out in Abbotsford this weekend, and then I think coming into next week, like maybe for that Tuesday game might be able to see Rathbone get the call up for that because they're at home this weekend. Then they hit the road, I think, again, just uh, over to Manitoba, I believe, uh, next weekend. So I think that they might want to get Rathbone with Vancouver as soon as Tuesday. I think you're right. We'll have to close it out there. Uh, part two half will come up tomorrow. Out. Yeah, I think so. 30, 35, 36 minutes. I was say, it's a half close out because we're, we're coming back at you in the next, within 24 hours, we'll have another yeah, episode. We'll have another one out. So, for my co-host Chris Faber, my name is Dave Grigelli. Enjoy the game, folks. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Canucks. No, another half episode of... Another half episode. Come on, you gotta throw some oomph into this whole half... Oomph. This part one, part two, half hey, episode. thank time. you for listening to part one of episode 232 of the Canucks Conversation. Thanks for listening to Canucks Conversation. Delivered by DoorDash. Hit the subscribe button to never miss an episode. How about keep it to a thank you, Jim? Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.